0: hello and welcome to the hoop ball dfs today podcast i am your host mike patra and i'll be flying solo to break down these four game slates to begin the playoffs uh it is monday august 17th i'm recording this the night before uh but we have a pretty good understanding of a lot of the news information uh we got our lines everything else uh so we're prepared and we had these slates early uh, so plenty of time to research, plenty of things to get into. Shouldn't be too long of a podcast, uh, only four games, and I'm running solo. Uh, but nonetheless, it will be packed with information, uh, fades, pivots, value. Uh, I think we have all of that available. So I'm I'm really excited about this one. I'm pumped. Uh, but before we jump into anything, guys, just a quick little shout-out to our presenting sponsors, uh, Manscaped over there. These guys are absolutely fantastic. Please check them out. And when you do, use the promo code Ball 20 that's hoopball A L L two zero. uh if you do that you'll get 20 percent off your entire order plus free shipping so uh check them out if you're looking for a new trimmer i would look at the lawnmower 3.0 this thing is absolutely fantastic ceramic blades has a little light so you can see what you're doing uh just in case you're uh you know maybe a vampire you want to shave in the dark whatever it may be check them out guys they are absolutely fantastic uh, and, uh, for those who did enter into our DFS contest on Friday, uh, we do apologize. It was kind of a spur of the moment one that we had the green light for last minute. Uh, unfortunately it did not fill up and it was just a private contest. So if the private contest does not fill, uh, it does not go, but nonetheless, we are running it back this Wednesday. We will be having another hoop ball DFS today contest and there's a grand prize. So check us out. Jump in there. You'll be able to compete against a lot of other listeners. Uh, Some of our experts and pros over here. I'll be in there. Santino will be in there. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a couple other guys, whether it's Brenton, Steve, Aaron, uh, Dave might jump in. We'll have a lot of a lot of fun in there. Uh, I like like it when Dan jumps in there as well. Uh, But first place gets a a nice little subscription over there at our other presenting sponsor, MyBookie. Uh, you guys already know that we are partnered with these guys. We absolutely love working with them because it goes hand in hand with what we do over here at Hoopball between our uh, you know, our, our gaming section and the now over here at the DFS section. Uh, we're big on the gambling over here. So uh, check them out. Go visit my bookie when you sign up for them. If you don't win it. So, hey, maybe, maybe wait a couple days. Uh, enter the contest. Try to get the free one. But let me, I'm going to tell you right now. It's worth it. Nonetheless, regardless, uh sign up, use the promo code Hoopball. Uh they'll match deposit bonus and it's well worth it, guys. Uh awesome site. You can do parlays, you can bet every single sport on there, uh active lines, live game bets, everything. So go check them out. But we have we have some games to get into, and the first one uh is gonna tip off at 1:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Utah versus Denver. Uh as far as injuries are concerned. Uh, Will Barton and Gary Harris are both still out for Denver. And then Mike Conley uh, just left the bubble today. Uh, This is getting recorded on Sunday uh, for the birth of his child. So he's not going to be here probably for the whole, maybe even the whole first round uh, with the quarantine and having to come back in and everything like that. I'd be kind of shocked if it is, but we'll see. Uh, And then Ed Davis is also out as well. Uh, Justin Wright Foreman is not with the team. Um, But that doesn't really matter. He's not necessarily in the rotation. As far as a game total, we have a 215 and a half game total with Denver being favored by four and a half. So uh, this is one of the lower game totals on the four game slate, Uh, Boston being the second lowest. But Nonetheless, there's going to be some decent value in here, some good plays, some good pivot plays, and it's early, so we'll have all the news, we'll have all the starting lineups, and I I expect a fair amount of ownership to go to this game. It's simply, like I said, for a lot of the value. Um, Can't go wrong with it, but with, with Mike Conley out, Bogdanovich out, we've seen this situation a few times already. Uh, And I think there's a few obvious spots that we want to look at. You know, Donovan Mitchell, I think, is the one that everyone's going to gravitate towards right away, and rightfully so. Uh, Has a 29.9% usage rate with these guys off the floor, averaging 1.8 DK points per minute. The price tag, it's fair. Uh, 8K, uh, you know, Denver's D, it's solid. I mean, it's a lot better, obviously, when you have, you know, Gary Harris out there. So he's not going to be with the team. Um, and Mitchell, he's, he's done OK against him. 39.2 uh, minutes average in three games against Denver this season. He's averaging about 35.8. Uh, so he's not a bad option. I think there's a few other guys around that 8K range I'd rather play. Um, but still, with, with Conley off the floor, he's going to handle the ball. He's going to have the ball in his hands. And uh, he definitely gets a slight uptick. Uh, the guy I'm looking at is also at the guard position. And it's been everyone's favorite uh, you know, value play, I think, for a lot of the bubble. Uh, this Jordan Clarkson. Uh, he just continues to just thrive and soak up all this usage in that second unit. Um, he's averaging 26.1% usage rate with these guys off the floor for about 0.93 DK points per minute. Uh, Conley's out. I mean, this pricing came out before the Conley news did, so we could take advantage of that. He's only 3800 Uh, You know, he was getting up to the 5 k price tag in the bubble uh, restart before the playoffs. And for some reason, he kind of just... Uh, dropped all the way down he was 5200 so we're getting a significant discount i expect him to be an extremely chalky play um he's great value but like it's great chalk uh you you can't go wrong with this we got to expect the shot attempts will probably be at least in the double digits anywhere between 10 and 14 Uh, with that kind of usage this price tag I don't really care about the matchup sign me up i'm good to go with some jordan clarkson on this one uh and then the other value play that we could look at would be royce o'neill i mean he doesn't have a high usage rate uh, he's not going to command a ton of shot attempts. Uh, but with Bogdanovich out, with Conley out, I mean, this guy's going to be in their starting lineup. He's going to play 30 to 35, probably even more. He's, he's a minutes workhorse guy. He can get up to those high 30s, too. Uh, and then once he's up there, he has the opportunity for the double-digit rebounds and and the fun stuff. A couple steals, a couple blocks. Um, but a 3,500, it's another great source of value in this game. And I know I'm going to have at least one, one of Royce O'Neill, Jordan Clarkson. I'm going to have some sort of value from Utah. Uh, in most of my lineups, if, uh, you, you can even roll both these guys. Um, and I, I'd be perfectly okay with that. I mean, this is, it's just good chalk value, especially for your cash games. If you want to switch up and, you know, go for a couple other pivots, we'll get to another value play in a little while. I'm interested in uh, that I think makes for a solid pivot, but um, can't go wrong with eating the chalk on these kinds of guys uh we'll keep looking i guess another uh, another option we have is rudy gobert 7700 it's a fair price tag he's not somebody that i'm going to be going overboard on i think if i'm looking at one of the mid-tier centers that's the guy i would look to uh, otherwise you know i might be spending up to him beat or going down to a value play that we'll get to in a little bit um otherwise i think rudy he, he's done okay in this matchup he doesn't really you know dominate he's averaging about 41 dk points in 39 minutes uh so as you can see the you know Utah's played big minutes, averaged going against Denver. I believe they had one or two, one game good overtime. So uh, that definitely impacts a lot of that. But we're kind of seeing what the point minute production would, would be. I mean, these guys at most, we'd probably expect about 39 minutes in uh, 38 minutes, even in a shortened rotation type of game. 7,700, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it. He's definitely in play. I'm not going to cross him off, but. Uh, The only other guy I think other than Clarkson other than O'Neal I'd be looking at is Joe Ingalls with just the increased ball handling responsibility He's gonna have with Conley out. Uh, He's gonna probably play 30 to 34 minutes minimum Um, Not a huge usage rate 17.2 averages about 0.85 So I'd probably rather you know go down to look for the value go with the uh, the O'Neal or the Clarkson Um, But if you happen to land on him 5300, I don't mind it. it makes a ton of sense I don't think I'd play all three of these guys just a little bit too much Utah exposure. But if you're maybe trying to get a little bit of a game stack, uh, I don't mind getting a, you know, two or three of them in there. So uh, that's probably it for me. I'm not going to be going to anybody else. A lot of those other guys were just value value that we we're getting with the starters out, like Tony Bradley. Um, so all set with that. I'll just leave it to those three main guys and maybe you know, kick in a little bit of Mitchell and a little Go Bear here and there. Um, Mitchell's probably the, the last guy I'm going to be looking to put in my lineups on that team, though. Uh, sliding over to Denver. So we know with the uh, Gary Harris and Will Barton news what the starting lineups most likely to look like. We should continue to see Michael Porter Jr. Torrey Craig will be at the two. Bill Sepp at the four. Jokic at the five. Jamal Murray at the one. Uh, you know, with all that being said, Denver, even without Mike Conley, is going to probably be a slower paced game. It's not going to be anything massive as far as a game total. Um But we got some fair price tags. Michael Porter Jr. at 7,100. He's definitely going to be the elephant in the room. I I expect with, you know, now Jamal Murray's back, uh, Joe Kitch is going to be in playoff form. He's not going to be in just coasting bubble form. Uh, We're probably going to be looking at seeing veterans, maybe Paul Millsap starts to see his minutes increase slightly. So I think we're going to start to see some of these shot attempts that, Porter Jr. was thriving on in the bubble. You know, uh, you, there was a couple of games uh, against Utah between the games of uh, Utah and OKC. He had a minimum of a 16 shot attempts so over four games, upwards of 19. Um, and then I think we're probably going to be looking at more of like the the 10 to 11, 12 range uh, with all these starters healthy and playoffs now here. Veterans probably seeing extended run. Um, main guy just said. Uh, speaking of that, and I think it's a good segue is veterans getting extended run. It might be Paul Millsap. Um, he was a guy that has been taking it easy and coasting all throughout the entire season. And then now we got into the bubble. He still kind of coasted. He sat out a few games. Well, he did all that for a reason, for, to make sure he maintained his health and he could play as many minutes as possible in the playoffs. Now, do I think he's going to come out here and play 37 minutes? Not a chance. Uh, they still got good backups. Jeremy Grant is fantastic. Um. But I think we're probably looking at like 27 to 30 minutes. And if that's the case at 5k, I think this is a great, you know, great spot for him going to probably draw the likelihood of, of like guy like Royce O'Neal. He could take advantage of that situation. Uh, so at 5k, he's probably going to be one of my preferred nuggets to play. Um, Jokic is a great price tag, 8,700. That's the only reason I'm really thinking of, of him. I don't really don't love him in this matchup. He's done great in it. Um, He's averaged about 65 DK points in 38.4 minutes. There's one other center, and it's Embiid. We'll get to him in a minute, and the reasons why I like him. Uh, but, I mean, with Embiid in such a great spot, he's probably going to be pretty chalky. Jokic makes a lot more sense for me in, in tournaments as he does it as opposed to cash. Uh, that's the way I'm going to be looking at it is, you know, nice little tournament fade. That price tag is, is great. It's under 9K. Um, and like I just said, the reason why it's dipped is because he was kind of just coasting. He was letting Jamal Murray, michael Porter jr. a lot of these guys get comfortable get their shots up during the the bubble uh, the bubble games because uh, he knows what his offense uh, his role in this offense is he knows what he's doing he, he he's looks like he was in great shape uh, so 8700 might not be a bad way to look. Um those are probably the two top guys I'd be looking at would be the front court, Millsap and Jokic. Probably won't be playing too much Porter Jr. Uh Jamal Murray 6500. It's a fair price tag with no Conley there. He has a plus matchup. Uh so I, I mean I'm not going to X him out. Um, but I'm, I you know, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be going to uh Jeremy Grant. I don't think I'll be playing too much Tory Craig with some of the other value we have. He is down there at 3500, so Maybe if you need a small forward option, you can look at them. But I think I would prefer some of the Utah guys on the other side of the ball a little bit more. So for me, mostly Millsap, Jokic. Uh, and then if you wanted to sprinkle in a little bit of Jamal Murray here and there, uh, I'm I'm all for that as well. But probably won't end up with too many shares of one. We'll keep it moving to the next game, the Brooklyn Nets going against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, for the Nets, Jamal Crawford. Uh, Still dealing with a hamstring strain. He has been ruled out. And then it's really just Patrick McCall over there for the Raptors. He's been out for quite some time. Uh, It doesn't really impact anything. As far as a game total, we have a 222 total. uh, And Toronto is being favored by nine and a half points. So we know the deal here. Uh, Brooklyn's basically playing on the back of Karis LeVert. I expect these guys on Brooklyn to get a fair amount of minutes. I don't think that they're going to really limit them. Um, I mean, we kind of saw in that last game when they went against the trail players to try to be the spoilers. They played hard. Uh, Karis Avert absolutely balled out. So, I mean, that's – I don't mind looking at them in the right games, in the game stacks kind of script scenario. You don't need to go and get, you know, six guys from this game. But if you're gonna be playing a few of the Raptors and you want to look at a guy like Karis LeVert, that's the type of scenario I would I would look at him. It's gonna be a tough game for Brooklyn. It's gonna be a tough defensive matchup for LeVert. Uh, the pace, a lot of things are kind of gonna be hurting him and going into the you know the wrong direction. Uh, but the dude is averaging about 36 DK points against them in 28 minutes. If he's playing 35, 36 minutes, or playing like anything like he's been doing with the usage he's been garnering since this whole bubble returned. I'm okay with it. I mean, we're talking over the past three games, 61 and a half, 55 and 45 DK points. So the upside's there. Um, I prefer him over Mitchell and uh, I'm a GPP player, primarily why Mitchell's probably a little bit safer. Uh, But give me Levert over Mitchell. Uh, There's a couple other guys in that range. I'd probably rather take Levert over. Uh, Jared Allen at 7K probably won't end up with too many shares of Jared Allen. He's got a tough matchup. Uh, I, I expect the minutes to be there, but, you know, for, for there's a few other guys, but I'd rather just maybe pale up for Embiid beat or go down to somebody else. So um, I won't really have any Jared Allen. Joe Harris, I think, is an option at 4,700. Um, but outside of Joe Harris and Karis Avert, I'm not touching Tyler Johnson. I'm not playing Temple. Uh, don't chase Timothy Luau-Cabro. Uh, a lot of those big shooting games he was doing with other people out. Uh, same thing with Chris Gioza. I'm not touching anybody else from this team. It's basically Karis Avert. Uh, maybe at like, if I'm playing 10 lineups, I'd probably have them in like two, maybe three, 20 to 30% ownership, very light. Um, not going to go overweight on them. And then, uh, a hair's share of, of, of a guy like Joe Harris, uh, sliding over to the Toronto side of the ball. Now this is a little different. I have some interest in Toronto. Um, there's a lot of good options on here. Kyle Lowry, 7,900. Uh, he comes in. That's a great price tag with Kyle Lowry. It's a great matchup. Uh, when he's averaging about 44.5 DK points against this team across 39 minutes, it's, it, it's a smash spot. Um, the only reason I'm not going to get you know overweight on Kyle Lowry is because his his running mate, Fred Van Vliet, I think is underpriced as well, 6,800, uh, and is in just as good of a spot. So I like both these guys a whole lot. Fred Van Vliet himself is averaging about 42 DK points across 35 minutes. Uh, sign me up. I'm going to have a a ton of exposure to both these guys. If you want to play Pascal Siakam, I wouldn't mind it, 7,500. He's just been struggling, uh, struggling to kind of find his way. He's been playing limited minutes in the bubble. So, you know, when you're looking at the past three out of the past four games in the bubble, he played 28, 28, 29 minutes. Um, I would expect him to be higher than that. It's going to be 34, 35 minimum. But the way, you know, the way he's been struggling, the price tag's down. I think I would just prefer the backcourt over uh over Siakam, nonetheless it's a great matchup so if, we're, if we you know get word that the ownership's going to be ridiculously low then you want to you know spread some shares over there i don't mind it um serge Ibaka, he wasn't listed under the on the injury report but he said he's been dealing with uh with some knee soreness he missed that last game uh on friday against orlando but i expect him to be in there but this is this is time it's playoffs um, I gravitate towards Marcus Saul in this kind of situation, and, and the situation with it just being playoffs now. Um, you know, we we heard Nick Nurse kind of say that once uh, playoffs come around, he's going to limit this rotation to about eight um, maximum. He would see is nine, but if we're talking about eight man rotation, uh, Marcus Saul should be seeing his minutes probably increased by at least three to five more minutes, and that's what that's kind of where I have him pegged. Maybe instead of getting that, you know, low twenties, we're starting to see twenty six. Uh, 27 minutes for Marcus possibly even more, uh, all depending on if Baca gets into foul trouble or whatever comes there. Knees still bothering him. There's a lot of avenues for Marcus to get more minutes. At 4,300, center going against Brooklyn. I love this spot for him. I think it's a smash spot. Um, if you're looking to save some money and you want to go really, really save, like dumpster dive, you don't need to go too far. Because 4,300 is a great price tag combined with some of the other value that we talked about and will talk about. Um, we have a, we have plenty of plenty of ways and opportunities to mix and match and get some of these expensive guys that we're looking for. Um, so I, I'm I'm cool. Sign me up with him. It's going to be uh, Lowry, Van Vliet, Marcus, for me. Uh, you want to sprinkle in a little Norm Powell, I don't mind it. Like I said, limiting that rotation gives him a few extra minutes as well. It's a great matchup. 4500 is a great price tag for him. Um, so maybe, you know, you can run it back. If you wanted to play Karis Avert and run it back with two of these other guys, might not be a, a, a bad idea. as a little decent low-owned game stack. Uh, I don't see too many people running out, you know, a Fred Van Vliet, a Marc Karis Avert uh, mini game stack where you got three of them in there. Uh, from this game, with all the other games that we have on as well, that would be GPP. Don't you know? Don't, you don't need to go crazy and do that in your cash. Wouldn't it be a bad idea, but I would probably reserve that for a GPP. Uh, we're about halfway through now. Two games left on the card. Just another quick shout out uh, to our presenting sponsors over at MyBookie. Uh, go check them out. Use that promo code Hoopball. H O O P B A L L. You will get a deposit match, and you will thank me later because this this will. You know, site is fantastic, guys. You hear everybody over here, we use it for uh, all of our gaming, all of our betting needs. Uh, I'm a parlay guy. It doesn't mean I'm good at it, but I still do it because I like to, like you said, like you hear me saying, GPPs go big or go home. I like to risk it for the biscuit. Um, and I want to turn, you know, a small amount into a big amount. It makes me feel a lot better. Check them out. But let's keep it moving. We have Philadelphia, the 76ers going against the Boston Celtics. Uh, for injuries, the Celtics' Romeo Langford, he says questionable. He tore rigaments in regiments in his wrist. I doubt he plays. doesn't really matter. I mean, he's not a huge part, especially with the playoff rotation. Uh, and then for the Sixers, we do have some important news. It's Ben Simmons still out with that knee surgery. Uh, but then Glenn Robinson is also going to miss in the next 7 to 10 days, dealing with an oblique strain. Uh, that means something, though, because he was starting to pick up his minutes, starting to get back into game shape uh, after missing some time. So let's talk about this Philly team. Joel Embiid, top of the top of the board, ten two, expensive price tag for him. Uh, but he's my favorite play, honestly. Yeah, he, uh, he's the guy I'm spending up for. I'd rather spend ten two on Joel Embiid uh, than you know eleven k on Luka. and that's the way I'm looking at it. I mean, he so it's Boston's a great matchup for centers. Uh, he's averaging about forty four DK points at twenty seven minutes. We have to remember, their word was that Embiid will be playing roughly 38 minutes once playoffs start. They plan on riding him, especially now that Ben Simmons is out. They're going to need to. Uh that quote was said when Ben Simmons was playing. So I, I expect us to see a plethora of Joel Embiid if they need it. Uh he is going to be the backbone of the team. He is going to dominate the usage on this team. Um sign me up. I'm I'm good with them. I'll probably be overweight on center shares. Uh Joel Embiid and then the pivot would obviously be Jokic if you want to get get away from him uh or spend down on Gasol. That's that's probably the top three center plays i'm looking at tobias harris 7800 great price tag uh he was you know seeing a slight discount he was actually finding his way up over 8k and even in the mid eights during the bubble uh matchup he's done well in 34 minutes he's averaging about 37 dk points i don't mind it uh, I wouldn't mind you know, getting a couple of shares of both these guys. We have to imagine that these two guys lead the team in shot attempts. They lead the team in usage. Uh, probably both have the best opportunity to lead the team in rebounding. So um, if you want to look at those guys, especially like Harris, because he's also small forward eligible, which is in a position that we generally love too much. So I'm not playing Milton. I'm not playing Richardson. Not the best matchup for those types of guys. Al Horford, if you want to look at, especially with this whole Boston uh, narrative, um, he's been playing well with the limited minutes he's been given. I don't know if we're going to be seeing 35 to 38 minutes. We like to see Boston go small generally. It'll be a tough matchup for uh, for Horford if Tatum's going to be on the floor a lot. So I I don't know if I'm going to go overweight on him or underweight. I, I probably would just best avoid him. I'd rather just you know stick with Harris, stick with Embiid, um, and then my value play, Alec Burks. Uh, we've been riding him. And I think we could keep doing that, especially with Glenn Robinson out, with uh, Ben Simmons out. A lot of the scoring, a lot of the bench usage, it's going to Burks. And at 3900 maybe you want to take a pivot away from that Utah value with Jordan Clarkson. Very similar price tag, and it's a very similar role. Uh, a guy that's been taking 11, 17, 14, 15 shot attempts over the past four games in the bubble uh, and averaging a little bit over 32 DK points across that span as well. So at 3,900, I think he's a fantastic value play. Uh, a guy that I will probably be overweight on. So for me, uh, Sixers, I'm looking at Burks. I'm looking at Embiid. I'm looking at Tobias Harris. I'll probably leave the rest of the guys out of my out of my player pool, uh, make my decisions easier for, for uh, some other teams. Okay. And on the Boston side of things, I'm just not finding myself getting too, too much Boston. That doesn't mean I don't want to play any of these Boston guys. You know, Kemba Walker will have his minutes limit uh, or minutes restrictions lifted. He could play uh, 30, 35 minutes. Uh, and at that price tag of 6,900, I really like that. You know, but I look at Van Vliet. I kind of like Van Vliet a little bit more. Um, you know, they make they make pivots uh, to each other. If I I don't mind Walker, he's probably the guy I'd gravitate towards. Um, and then Tatum, Tatum, I think 8,500. It's expensive. But if they do try to run that Horford matchup, Tatum will take advantage of that. Um, we've seen him in this matchup already four times this season. He's averaging about 37 and DK points across 33 and a half minutes. It's solid. Um, price tag's hard though, man. At 8,500. You're expecting a big game from him. So maybe we don't. Maybe we don't necessarily look too much at Tatum. We go with Kemba. Uh, we could sprinkle in a little bit of Jalen Brown. That's usually the guy I prefer over Hayward, especially um, with Walker back. Hayward's ball handling duties are kind of gonna. Go and uh, dissipate a little bit. He'll still be able to handle it quite some bit. But um, for me, I'll probably be looking at Tatum if I have extra money. I don't mind it. Um, but Jalen Brown and then Kemba Walker probably won't end up with too much. Marcus Smart at 6,200. There's just so many guards on this slate that I have interest in, uh, especially knowing that I'm probably going to use a few of those for my value spots. Uh, and then I'm not touching Daniel Tice going against Joel M B. That just uh, does not does not feel good. Does not sound good. Does not feel good. Ah, uh, does not rub me the right way. It just screams foul trouble. Um, but hey, if that's your prerogative, you can you can play some Daniel Tice. I like I like him. I think uh, I think he's got some actual good game in him. We're flying through this, guys. We only have one game left. Uh, it's the Dallas Mavericks going against the DLA Clippers. Uh, as far as injuries are concerned for Dallas, Courtney Lee out. Chris Stops is probable. And Dwight Powell is still out. And for the Clippers, Patrick Beverly questionable. Montrez Harrell is questionable. He's self-isolating. He's Supposed to be done with his quarantine. And Doc Rivers has already kind of said that if he passes and or passes test, he and he's done quarantining, he'll be ready to play minutes as soon as that's ready. Uh, does that mean he's going to play you know his regular allotment of minutes? Maybe probably not. But he'll be ready to play some sort of minutes. And then uh, Landry Shamet is also questionable. So. As far as a game total is concerned, oh, I'm sorry. For that Philly Boston game, I don't think I gave one. Uh, it was a 218.5 game total with a 5.5 point spread, uh, Boston being favored in that one. Uh, so that was the second lowest compared to that Utah Denver one. Uh, now we roll into Dallas LA, and this one has the highest on the night, 230 uh, game total. Clippers are being favored by six points. So uh, we'll start with this Dallas team. Uh, Luka Doncic, 11K. I already kind of came out and said I prefer uh, spending up on Joel Embiid, 10-2, $800 less than Luka. I'd rather have Joel. Uh, This is a tough matchup for Luka. This kid's special. Uh, If you guys listen, you know how much I love this kid. I'm a Dallas fan. Uh, I don't think there is a matchup that can really slow him down, but if there is one that can cause him a little bit of problems and uh, give him what you'd expect to be, maybe a down DFS game, it's going to be this one, going against – uh, full full run, uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. These guys are not going to be limited if they need to. They know who, who they need to stop to win this, this series in this game. Uh, when we talk about the three games they played each other already, Luca's averaging about 51 DK points in 34 and a half minutes, which sounds pretty good. But when you're paying 11K, uh, we want a little bit more than that. And I'm sure he'll probably play a little bit more minutes. But uh, I think I just prefer Embiid in this one. Um, If you want to play Luka, hey, I'm not going to knock you. It's Luka Doncic. He's up there. He's at 11k for a reason. The dude's a walking triple double, Uh, but I think I'm going to be gravitating more towards Borzingis in this one at 8,300. I just think this is a great matchup. Uh, We've seen plenty of centers take advantage of the Clippers. Uh, He's averaging about almost 40 DK points in 31 minutes. Uh, against the clippers this season so probably right smack on value we can we can expect him to play 36 minutes if he can handle 36 minutes and stay out of foul trouble uh, and if montrose especially montrose harrell uh sits he should be able to just take advantage of, of Zubac. and you know Zubac has been playing great in the bubble but he's not gonna be able to run out and stretch out uh to porzingis and then even with harrell harrell's gonna be giving up about five six inches on porzingis so um i'm not looking at tim hardaway jr at 5700 I just, I very score independent player. He should play a boatload of minutes. Don't get me wrong. We'll probably see his minutes up at 38. So if you want to look at him in cash games, I think that's where I'd prefer to play him. But with all the starters healthy, with Borzegas and Doncic both in there, he doesn't leave a ton of uh, a, a, lot, a big piece of the pile left necessarily for Hardaway. Uh, then you got Dorian Finney-Smith. He's been showing up with a couple of random big games. Uh, not the type of guy I generally target or gravitate towards. Uh, Maxi Kleber, same thing. I think they're going to see a lot of Porzingis uh, at center tonight. Kleber will probably be fairly limited. Um, and then Seth Curry, maybe he's the other guy that you want to look at. We already talked about a bunch of cheap guards that we can look at between, uh, you know, Jordan Clarkson, Alec Burks, where, you know, Curry falls right in that range at 3,700. So you can take a look at him. I prefer those other two guys over him, but um, I'm not going to cross him out of my player pool necessarily. I expect next to no ownership on him. Uh, and he's always good for a big game here and there. Wouldn't it shock me. For the Clippers, on the Clippers' side of the ball, uh, Kawhi Leonard at $9,800. Uh, Kawhi is no doubt one of the best players in the NBA. Uh, he's averaging 52.4 DK points against them in three meetings this year, uh, 34 minutes per game. So at 9800 it's fair price tag. Um, I think I'd rather prefer to suspend down at Paul George if I'm playing one of those two guys at 8100 Who's also doing pretty fairly well, you know, average 45 DK points in 33 minutes. So, um, give me Paul George over Kawhi Leonard for the discount of 1,700. If you just money's not a thing for you and you could just you know go out there and spend it like that, then go for it. Uh, Lou Williams 6K, it's a fair price tag. Not my favorite option. I think I'd probably be leaning more towards just playing Paul George. And then we have to keep an eye on this news. If Patrick Beverly is out. Um, I don't mind looking at another value guard that we have, which is Reggie Jackson, thirty six hundred. I think that's a great price tag for him. Uh, we were just, you know, seeing it get to the five k. is very similar to Clarkson during the bubble, and yes, that that was with you know Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly out. But nonetheless, even even with just Patrick Beverly out, he should play a fair amount of minutes. Uh, I would expect anywhere between twenty to twenty six minutes. They're going to limit their rotation. He's one of their bench. Best bench players uh, outside of, you know, Harrell and Lou Will. So um, I don't mind looking at Jackson. I expect him to have next to no ownership compared to those other two value plays I was mentioning. Um, so keep your eye on him. It's worth mentioning and, and monitoring. And Zubak at 4,100. Uh, keep an eye on the Harrell news. It's almost very similar to what I was just saying. I mean, he's he's basically playing 20, 25 minutes every single game during the bubble uh, with Harrell out. And I think that's probably what we can expect. Um, with Harrell out, I mean, with Harrell in, we might be looking at a couple sixteen to eighteen minute games in there. He's been playing well, so forty one hundred. I don't, I don't mind it, but I feel a lot more comfortable with Harrell out. He's averaging almost thirty uh, DK points against this Dallas team uh, across twenty minutes and three meetings this season. So, um, those are the guys I'm mainly looking at. It's gonna be Paul George, Reggie Jackson, Zubac. Um probably not going to play too, too much Leonard. I probably won't play too much Williams. I'm not going to cross them off out of my player pool or fade them completely. Uh, just not exactly riding the wave of them. Uh, and then if you wanted to play a little bit of Marcus Morris, if you happen to land on it, around your lineup. Sure. Not a guy I'm going out of my way to play and gravitating towards So, And that's it. Uh, that is the entire slate. The four game slate for playoffs uh, ran through it solo in just about 30 minutes. So, uh, we, we're going to have to you know monitor a lot of the news. We're going to have some early value to immediately plug and play if we feel like we don't want to wait and see on some of this Clipper news later on in the night. Um, just a quick little brief run-through again just to let people know kind of the guys I have circled. Uh, maybe you just, I guess you could call it the spark notes uh, real fast. As far as value is concerned, uh, some of my top value plays I will be looking at will be like Jordan Clarkson, uh, Royce O'Neill. I'll be playing a fair amount of Alec Burks, a fair amount of Marcus Saul. Um Very very limited on Tory Craig. I just don't love that point per minute ceiling. If we hear Patrick Beverly's out, I'll have some shares of Reggie Jackson at 3,600 himself uh, as well. Um, as some as far as some of like the you know mid tier guys that I think are just you know good plays or slightly underpriced, Um you know, I, I do like Fred Van Vliet an awful lot. 6,800, I think that's a good play. Same thing with Kyle Lowry at 79. I think he is slightly underpriced. Karis LeVert, I think, is in play for GPP, 7,600. A little bit more risk-associated for him in cash games where uh, I'd probably just rather play one of those Toronto guys. Um, I think Tobias Harris at 78 or 7,900 is a fair price tag in this Boston matchup. Uh, he should be able to hold his own, especially if this game stays close. Um, probably not playing anybody mid tier on Denver. Uh, I consider Jokic probably a higher tier, and then Paul George I think is an excellent play uh, at 8100 over there on the Clippers. And Porzingis is serviceable. And uh, if you're trying to run it back and get somebody, I, I don't mind him. And the expensive guys I'm looking at, it's going to be Embiid, uh, Jokic, and then I'm, I'm that's probably it. I'm not going to be playing any Doncic. I think I'm going to fade Doncic on this slate. Uh, take it off the chin if he just happens to triple double on my face. But that is all I have for you guys. Uh, if you could, and if you'd like to, go follow me on Twitter. You can find me at MikeApatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Uh, and then if you guys could, give us a nice thumbs up, a rate review. You can find uh, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Uh, we're all over the place. It means a lot to us uh, seeing the good ratings, the good reviews, uh, hearing what we're doing right. That way we continue it and get it even a little bit better, fine tweak everything, and uh, just provide the best product for you guys. We were trying to just take down some some cash games, some tournaments with you, celebrating all together. Uh, It feels good, but we got it here. We got here. We got playoffs. We're finally ready to get some some limited rotations, some real basketball. Uh, We don't necessarily need to know these G League names anymore. It's going to just come down to uh, just matchups, matchups and rotations, limited rotations. So if you can nail that down, you guys will be all right. Uh, As always, we will be back tomorrow uh, to break down uh, the Tuesday card, but who is I think that's Santino. I think Santino's running. Yeah. I think we got I think we got some Santino and Steve action. Uh, I gotta get the schedule down guys. I apologize. But thank you guys for listening. As always for everybody over here, Hoop Ball. You guys take care. Let's go out there and crush some tournaments.